Recently, I was confronted with the whole concept of giving myself grace. I'm not sure if you noticed, but I didn't post a new podcast episode last week. And I want to be honest and share that I hit the pandemic wall. Welcome to the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus, doctor, coach, and diversity consultant. I finished my doctorate in four years while working full-time, traveling the world, and balancing a busy social life, and now I'm on a mission to create community for other BIPOC women to complete their doctorate degrees. Join me as I discuss the ups and downs of pursuing a doctoral degree. I'll be sharing personal stories, and I'm bringing some friends along for revealing conversations about their doctoral journey and provide inspiration for others to level up as doc students. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus, and today's episode, I want to talk about giving yourself grace. This topic is universal. It applies to everyone. And as a doctoral student, it is important to practice the act of giving yourself grace. You are under extreme and intense pressure. And depending where you are along the doctoral process, you may be reading, writing, engaging in research. You may be dissertating, teaching, submitting conference proposals or papers, or preparing for those conference uh, presentations. The list goes on and on, and that's just school stuff. You could be balancing your academics with a full-time job, a family, and all of the things that life brings your way, like births, adoption, divorce, death of a family member, your personal health issues, among other things. And on top of that, in spite of what it might look like, you're dealing with a global pandemic, which is still going on. Recently, I was confronted with the whole concept of giving myself grace. I'm not sure if you noticed, but I didn't post a new podcast episode last week. And I want to be honest and share that I hit the pandemic wall. I'm not sure if you have heard of the term, but it's been making the rounds over the last couple of weeks. Uh, It gained attention after Tanzina Vega, who is a podcaster and a journalist, tweeted the term about a month ago. In the tweet, she says, Lots of people, including me, are hitting what I'm calling the pandemic wall this week. The burnout from working nonstop, no break from news, childcare, and isolation is hard. She basically went on to say that, you know, what people are feeling and going through currently is different from pandemic fatigue. With the pandemic wall, Uh, She says that it's similar to burnout where you don't see an end in sight. And in my opinion, I feel like we've been going and going. We've been hustling. um, We've been staying at home to curb the spread of the COVID-19 virus. 
And we're staring at a year, some of us, of being at home. And because of this, we're exhausted, frustrated. And I think that some of us are just plain over it. I know I am. Personally, I have been thinking about things, especially since I will be celebrating a second birthday in the pandemic. And it's coming up and it's a milestone birthday for me. Being at home is definitely not what I envisioned. Uh, For, you know, two years prior to this birthday, I have had a goal of traveling to Greece uh, to celebrate. And on top of that, I wanted to take a trip for my graduation last year, which, you know, didn't happen because of the pandemic and everything that we're dealing with these days. On top of other things, I really feel like I hit that pandemic wall that Tanzina talked about and wanted to talk about it here since some of you may be experiencing the same thing but may not have the language to explain what it is. We get a ton of messages that promote hustle and grind culture, which glorifies constantly working. It's super harmful. Personally, I do identify as a workaholic prior to pursuing my doctorate degree. I would spend my evenings working on things that I couldn't get done in the office during the day. I'll also spend some of that time on my side hustle, which I didn't even realize until now that the side hustle term plays into the whole hustle culture. But either way, uh, I've shared before that I'm a serial entrepreneur. Before my consulting company, Dr. Emanuela Consulting, I was a wedding and event planner with my company, Precious Occasions, which I had for over seven years. I've also had a travel blogging company, which I still have today and have been neglecting because of my shift of energy towards my consulting company and getting that off the ground. But, you know, pursuing my doctorate meant that I reprioritized things to make sure that my after-work hours were spent on school-related activities versus my side hustles. Anyway, I say all that to say that I'm not new to the whole 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. work schedule of side hustlers. So my story happened a couple of Sundays ago where I was getting prepared for bed and it just hit me that I spent my whole weekend working. I've been good about stopping my work for my nine to five right at five since I have my businesses and projects that I need to shift my attention to at that time. So when I say that I worked the whole weekend, I was working on a manuscript for publication, a newsletter to send out to my subscribers, social media posts for the week, and all of the back-end things that I need to complete for the Writing on My Mind community that is scheduled to launch this month. Well, that Sunday, I was exhausted since most of my weekends have looked like what I just described. And it's looked like that since I finished my doc program. I felt exhausted. And on top of that, I felt frustrated. It's probably because I haven't had a break between school and jumping into my new venture. Additionally, I haven't been able to do 
one of the things that helps me to decompress and relax, which is travel. Because of how I was feeling, I started to think about some of the doctoral students out there who may be feeling the same ways, feeling unmotivated and or isolated from this experience. I'm still working my way over this pandemic wall, but wanted to jump on here and share some of the things that are currently helping me uh, move forward. The first thing is I gave myself grace. It is not humanly possible to do all of the things, nor should we want to. I had to slow down since I really didn't feel motivated by anything. And I learned a long time ago that I'm not creative and don't have the best ideas and thoughts when I'm not rested. So I slowed down. I knew that I wasn't at my best. So I didn't post anything on social media or on the podcast. I actually recorded a different version of this podcast last week and never posted it. I gave myself permission to take a break and come back to recording it when I was feeling more inspired. And so here I am. And, you know, I had to tell myself that it's okay. I'm not a machine. And there's a lot going on. And we can't just move as if everything is normal. The second thing I did was leaned on my community. I was honest about how I was feeling. I actually picked up the phone and reached out to a couple of my friends. One in particular, I texted and said that I was feeling burned out and wanted to know if she had any advice for dealing with it. From her response, I was able to realize that I wasn't alone. She was actually feeling the same way. And that really helped me to know that I wasn't alone. You know, you theoretically know that others may be going through what you are, but while you're experiencing it, you feel like you're not able to talk to anyone about it. Or you might feel, you know, ashamed that you're even in this frame of mind. It just felt really good to talk to someone who was working through the same thing that I was experiencing and we could help each other in that way as well. And so that's my advice to you is to lean on to members of your community because, you know, thinking that you're alone is a quick way to feel isolated. So try to avoid that. The third thing I did was I took a mental health day. On Tuesday, I recognized that I needed a break. <laughs> so I blocked the first day that I could, which was Friday. I didn't have any meetings, surprisingly, on that day. And so I went ahead and blocked it and said, this is going to be my day. And the goal was to spend the day sleeping in and resting. It sounds simple, but I have a type A personality and I am also a one in Enneagram, so it is very difficult for me to rest and take it easy. That's something that I am still working on, so uh, definitely giving my grace in that area. But 
Anyway, I didn't have an opportunity to struggle with taking a break on my mental health day. And that was because my hubby slash partner, whose name is Mike, and I'm going to say his name from now on since we're family now, right? Anyway, (laughs) so Mike knew that I was having a tough week. And, you know, maybe it was for that or maybe it was like an early Valentine's Day. Either way, he planned a surprise afternoon of pampering for me on Friday. He scheduled a manicure, a pedicure, and a facial for me. And it was exactly what I needed. (laughs) And if he hadn't done it, I probably wouldn't have done it for myself. And that act helped me to have a day that focused on me. And again, that was the goal. And so that made it super easy for me to do that. I felt so good and accomplished the overall goal of resting and not doing anything work-related. The next thing I did was focus on the good. It's so easy to give your attention to the things that are going wrong. I am no different. (laughs) That is like focusing on the wrong and the negative is like natural to me. In the beginning of the week, I was listening to all of the messages that I was telling myself about expending so much energy, but my work not making a difference. Shortly, you know, after I made a turn and I chose to listen to the good, I kept getting little reminders throughout the rest of the week to keep going. One of my students in a master's higher education course that I'm teaching sent me a beautiful note. She shared how inspiring it was to have a professor who looked like her and also shared how much she was enjoying the course and you know, that also meant a lot to me. And I also want to give a special shout out to Yiyu. And I'm so sorry if I mispronounced your name. Um, but she shared on Twitter that she listens to episode nine when she feels emotionally exhausted and that she just repeatedly, you know, listens to that episode. And Additionally, special shout out to you for sharing the podcast and also supporting through my PayPal. With that support, she sent a special note uh, to just, you know, quoting one of our past guests on here as well, which, you know, again, just made my heart smile. And you have no idea how your words lifted my spirits. I definitely needed it, especially, you know, during the week that I was having. And if you all want to support, definitely uh, click the support podcast link in the show notes and you can um, send whatever you would like. Anything you would like, I'll go get coffee or tea with it or whatever the case might be. But I definitely appreciate when you all do that because it just lets me know that you value the show and, you know, keeps me going. And then the last thing that I did uh, to help me out was just enjoying what brings me joy. Uh, Just before recording this podcast, I was jamming to some 90s R&B. <laughs> Anyone else love 90s R&B? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like 
classics. It brings me back to happy times, happy memories. And so I was losing my voice singing along with Mary J. Blige and Brandy, 112, Total, and Aaliyah. I was just a kid all over again. Um, And so for me, listening to that puts me in an automatic dance party zone (laughs) and puts me in an amazing mood. And so, you know, just doing that like really brought me joy. And so doing more of that, more music, more dancing, more 90s R&B. And another surprising thing that has lifted my spirits is being a plant mom. I am a new plant mom. (laughs) I have three plants right now. And caring for them and watching them grow has made me so happy. I actually had no idea that I could feel that way from plants. I don't know. It's super surprising. And currently I have two golden pothos and a snake plant and I'm planning to get some more and adding to my collection, seeing and loving the positive benefits outside of how they beautify my home. So I would definitely encourage you all to get into the plant life. And those were the things that I did on top of continuing to stay hydrated taking my vitamins and going out for some walks. I hope that these inspired you to give you some grace if you have hit the pandemic wall or if you're experiencing anything similar to that. If you haven't hit the pandemic wall, I want to encourage you to reach out to some of your strong friends, some of your introverted friends they may be struggling in silence. Asking how they're doing may not get you anywhere. Just know that we are really good at masking how we're doing um, and (laughs) masking any struggles that we might be having. So my advice to you is to offer to do something and to do it. Just actually doing the acts of of kindness, whatever it may be. Maybe you drop off or deliver their favorite meal or dessert, or you send them some flowers or some of their favorite candy. Whatever you think that they might appreciate, I think, you know, it would go a long way. So I want to shift a little bit to this segment that I want to try out, and it's called What's Up With Me? (laughs) So definitely let me know what you think, if you think I should keep it going or not. But in this segment, I'm hoping to share what I'm reading, uh, what I'm telling myself, and something that made me smile in the past, you know, couple of weeks since my last solo episode. So Let's get into it. So what I'm reading, I'm reading a ton of transcripts and articles for a solo manuscript that is due next month and is totally stressing me out. But besides that, I just started reading Essentialism by Greg McEwen. McEwen, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, The book is about cutting out the noise and drilling down to the most important task that you have to do in a given day. Um, I'm not that far along in it, but what I've gained so far is the idea of focusing on the things that will yield the biggest result. 
as I said before, you can't do everything and trying to do everything is a surefire way to get to burnout. And essentialism is the art of learning to say no to things that keep you busy and further away from your goal. It's related to what I'm currently dealing with right now that I shared earlier in this podcast. And I am looking forward to getting, you know, some more tips to implement in my life. So I will leave a link in the show notes if you want to check out the book. I can't remember who recommended it to me, but it's been on my list for a really long time and um, I'm currently listening to it um, as an audiobook. And so it's been good so far. Next thing is what I'm telling myself. And it's simple. I'm telling myself rest. <laughs> so any chance I get, I'm just trying to slow down. I'm trying to give myself permission to rest. Uh, something that made me smile recently, <laughs> the thing that comes to mind is this video that was making the rounds last week, and it was of a lawyer that showed up to a hearing on Zoom, but couldn't remove a cat filter that was like on his video, and so it was totally his whole face so he looked like a cat and his, the eyes were like responding to his eyes I don't know it was like the funniest thing that I've seen in a really long time and you know when the lawyer with the cat filter he one of the funniest parts of it was he he says I'm here I'm here live I'm not a cat it was just like <laughs> clearly you're not a cat oh my gosh it was like so funny so you'll have to google that or something um it's a great uh comic relief I've watched it at least five times and shared it with a bunch of folks too so that's it for the new segment again let me know if you think I should keep it or dump it <laughs> and that's the what's up with me segment uh so that is it for now. Um, you know, hope you all have a great week. Hope you give yourself some grace and, you know, prioritize yourself and rest. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, make sure you subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts and spread the word to other women of color doctoral students to grow our community. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dr. Emanuela. And if you're looking for a group of real women of color doctoral students to help you accomplish your goals, join the Writing on My Mind community by visiting writingonmymindpodcast.com. See you on the next episode.